Hello, people of Anchor. I'm Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio, the place where Anchor gets an intimate look at its members of its community and the people around it. Hope you guys enjoy tonight's episode, and as always, each episode will be published every Thursday night. Thank you, and enjoy. Hello, Anchor Nation, and welcome back to another interview on the Anchor Nation Community Radio. I'm Kevin Touch, and I'm pleased to be joined by Sherman, Crazy Asian, for Episode 7. And without further ado, I'm going to let the crazy Asian introduce himself and tell him a little bit about himself. All right. Hey, KT and the Anchor Nation, thanks so much for having me on the podcast today. I um, want to be able to um, just say thanks. Appreciate the opportunity to be able to share some thoughts with you guys. And, um, yeah. Awesome, Sherman uh, slash crazy Asian, man. Uh, this interview is going to be great. we got some great questions. And as you guys know, 10 questions plus one bonus question at the end. Let's begin. So, Crazy Asian, who told you about Anchor is question one, my standard question. Yeah, so I have heard about Anchor Nation, um, or Anchor, sorry, the app, uh, from Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, I saw that he had posted on, on Anchor, and so a lot of times that guy seems to be quite, uh, I, I guess, forward-thinking when it comes to using social media. And so I was like, hey, if he's using it, then uh, let's see what this thing is all about. Beautiful. That's great. Gary V is a very big influence on the app and one of the Gary V crew. I like it. So question two, kind of more of a personal one. How has your passion to talk about leaving a legacy on social media impacted the way you live? All right. So I think one of the biggest things is that I changed my profile from being pub, uh, private to public. And with that, mm-hmm. because my attitude is that it's my choice to be public and out there. And so anyone can find me and can find my, my posts um, on, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you know, Instagram, et cetera, gotcha. obviously anchor. And so I decided if you looked at my post, basically to uh, pre 2016, it basically was kind of family stuff. And so um, I decided that since I decided to be public, that my, my children, my wife, that would have to be their choice. And so I decided personally just to not show any photos without their approval. And so a lot of it mm-hmm. then became more, um, I guess it, it just became more business, more personal development, things that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of passionate about um, and less about, hey, my, my updates of me, you know, taking the kids out to, you know, for ice cream or, you know, having a parent yeah, yeah. conference or something along those lines. Um, and so I haven't changed the way I live outside of kind of documenting what I do on a, on a daily basis or really documenting my thoughts in uh, various mediums and then just posting them publicly. Awesome. That's a great way to look at it. And, you know, sometimes it takes that family gut to do it. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you sharing that. So question three, how do you see your station developing on anchor over the next few months? And you kind of hinted it a little bit, just tell us more about your station and then see your development over the next couple months here on anchor. Yeah, so the, the, one of the big things that, as you kind of alluded to, is my, my whole purpose really is to, of, of me, is to leave a legacy by positively impacting people. And that's whether you listen to just one segment on Anchor, you, you read one post, or we have literally a lifetime of engagement. I want to make sure that I'm positively giving back to others. And so I wanted my, my station to be just some random thoughts about what I think on on just the day and about winning and about leadership and personal development and career progression, um, things that I'm mm-hmm. passionate about. And um, so, so it will come from questions that I get from, from literally within my network, you know, face-to-face here where I live, or it could just be coming from online as well. And so over the next few months, 
um, I expect to be able to um, still put out more content uh, along those some of those different thoughts and also just continue engaging with uh, those that are on the uh, Anchor app. Sounds like great plans, man. I can't wait for the uh, future of the uh, Crazy Asian Station. So Thanks. question four, uh, what was one childhood dream you had growing up? Um, so this one's a pretty personal one. So I um, always envisioned myself being like country club wealthy. Uh-huh. Um, and, 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 and yeah, and so, so that, that definitely, that definitely, played a role in, in what I chose to do professionally. And then gotcha. um, I went to college. That was part of, for me to be able to get some skill sets, to get some knowledge and, and also, um, you know, to, to chase some ladies. Uh, that, was, that was a big, big <laughs> part of college. Um, and I also, you know, I, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to pursue something that would earn me a lot of money. <laughs> gotcha. Hey man, you know, I hear you. I mean, we got to think that we got to think like that sometimes. So I understand what you're saying. So uh, the country club life, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. So we go to question five. But what made you go into the field of the insurance as a profession? Uh, what was like the final decision that you were going to be an insurance guy? Yeah. So um, to take a take a little bit of a, a longer story on this one is uh, so I don't know. Um, before I graduated from college, I was working at Shopco. It's a, it's a small retail shop. They got like a 120 locations nationwide. Um, and I was, I was unloading trucks, literally unloading trucks and stocking. And they found out I was like six months from graduation. And so they said, Hey, would you like to get in our management training program? And, and I was like, uh, going from hourly to salary. Yeah, I'll do that. So, um, yeah, that's that's my arm. um yeah, so it did make, make some real dollars. And so, um, literally after like two months of training and I, and again, I'm going to school full time. Um, and I switched over to the manager. I go back to the exact same store that literally two months prior I was unloading the truck. And now all of a sudden I'm, I'm leading a group of, you know, 18 to 25 people. Um, cause it, it, it increases over the, the seasonal, if you're, you know, you're familiar with retail. And so that's where kind of where I started before I graduated college. And then, um, I was working there, and I had interviewed with Kohl's Corporate Office, the retail store. Wow. It's based in Milwaukee, and like a year before I graduated. And all of a sudden, they're like, hey, are you interested in the job in corporate? And at that point, if you're familiar with retail, man, at the stores during Thanksgiving time and Christmas, it's yeah. just chaos. And you're there, like, all the time. I remember, like, sleeping over at my office, and I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, get to the corporate world, 8 to 6, <laughs> I'm down with that. Um, so I ended up moving out to Wisconsin back in '03, and um, I literally hated that job. Um, as I looked at it, people were starting to shackle with blackberries at the time. And so what happened was, as I as I saw like my career progression going, is that I would I would be dealing more with just like analytics, like what what shirt sells better than that shirt, what color sells better than that color. Mm-hmm. So things that I just don't have a passion for, other people do. Um, and I also realized that compensationally, despite my office, we were the number one office uh, profitability-wise for the entire company uh, back in '04. Um, I didn't see any scratch off of that. Um, that irritates. That irritates oh, wow. me because everybody else is that. That let's say you're the you're the suckiest office, right? Not the not the unprofitable. Yeah. 
do you guys pay the same as I do just because we're the same bandwidth? Uh, that, that to me is ridiculous. And so I knew that I, I needed to get into a profession that was about me, like about meeting people on a continual basis, Yeah. Um, which, which definitely lends itself to sales. And also I needed something that was a little more commission-based because I knew I could run faster than what you're willing to pay me. Um, and so I, in my mind I had this adage that companies are willing to pay you only enough so you don't so you so you don't quit and you're only willing to work hard enough so they don't fire you. Uh, that's <laughs> right a good answer, that mentality. No. That's just that's just how it was back in '03 and um, to '05. Um, and so I started looking at all these different sales jobs, you know, from pharmaceutical sales reps, dental sales, um, you know, services, medical uh, medical software, and so. I like the idea of insurance and investments because as long as you kept your clients happy, you kept getting renewals. And so you basically came to a point of getting to a certain level, let's say 500,000 clients, and as long as you kept them happy and they kept paying the premiums, you kept getting paid. So even though it was a commission-based world, you had this renewal base after five or ten years that basically provided this level stream of income, and, um, mm-hmm. and so that's what really got me into the, the industry back in uh, 2005. Awesome, man. That sounds like a story of humble beginnings to now. Great work there. So we move on to question six. Have you ever changed your moral beliefs in life due to the events you see in everyday life? Kind of like what's happening today in the neg- with the news. We've talked about this before, about how negativity yeah. is in the news. Does that change your, your moral beliefs? Um, I don't know if it changed my morals. Like, so I, I'm lucky, KT, that I had amazing parents growing up, like very loving and also awesome. that – that taught me that it's it's more they, like they cared that I was a nice person. Like that was more important to them, me being nice to other human beings, than you know being a, a, a track star or a, you know a, yeah. a ping pong champion. I'm going after the Asian stereotypes because obviously I wasn't big enough back oh, then no. to be a football player. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, and so 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 I have this base of, of morality, right? Of, of of right and wrong. But what I'd say in, in in, in seeing the world, right? So I, I had the, the lucky opportunity uh, to live in the Philippines for a couple of years. In high school, I, I lived in England, and I've lived wow. in the United States. I've lived in California, Utah, Chicago, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and now and now Wisconsin. And specifically, I lived in, like, Milwaukee area. And then just in the last three years, I moved up to central Wisconsin, which literally is uh, described as, like, an Arctic winter. So I've, I've kind of been around the block, so to speak. Um, yeah, and no, so. What, what, by hearing other circumstances and other situations, I'd say where I've changed morality-wise is I'm more open-minded. Um, I, I think of it kind of like if you've ever seen the 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 the, 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 the musical or or the movie Les, Les Miserables or uh, Les Mis. Oh, Les Mis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so they're like you know the guy he steals bread to provide for his family and he goes to prison for like years, right? And so. <laughs> Yeah. I think about that, like that circumstance, right? So on the outside, yes, don't steal. That's horrible. But, man, when you're stealing to survive, like, basic necessities of life, it's a different set of morals and for me personally as I see that. Um, and so that was one of the things that got me really big on social media was I saw, like, all this negativity back in, like, this is the election, right? This is 2016, um, I had the opportunity to hear Gary Vaynerchuk speak in May of that year, 2016. And, and so I was like, why am I putting off, like, being on social media? I, you know, it's compliance for work. I can't do it. But I was like, I can still be me. 
And so it was basically August of that year that I basically went all in, started a YouTube channel, Facebook living, Instagram, Twitter. I was, I got really, really heavy um, and, mm-hmm. and just being able to promote, for me, positivity because I was, I was sick and tired about reading about all this negativity uh, when it came especially to people's politics and their beliefs on different things. Um, and so that's really why I wanted to be able to showcase to the world was that, you know, let's just be happy and, for, for, and grateful for the things that we do have and not be so, um, so set on pointing out the differences. We're all different. No, man, that's a great, that's, great point, man. It is a great point, you know. In this world of negativity, we need positive leaders. So we move on to question seven, back to Anchor. I know you just kind of joined, but what's one yeah. Anchor future in your Anchor career you most enjoy so far? Uh, the biggest one I enjoy from a, for, for simplicity and convenience is after posting up a segment is then I can create an episode with, like, like yeah. a podcast, with, with your call-in or anybody else's call-ins and my thoughts on it. So I can literally create a podcast in – um, let's see, you create the title, you describe it, mm-hmm. and then you publish it. So <laughs> it's literally like five <laughs> clicks, and all of a sudden you have yeah, the, so the podcast. Yeah. No, it, it's so – I love Anchor, man. It's just so simple. It's a simplistic podcasting platform. And as a new – as someone who's just joined, you're going you're gonna to love this app, man. It really, it really is yeah. a really great app, and I'm glad you're on, man. You're, really, you're a really great voice in this community. And not many people know you. about you that – no problem. So we go on to question eight. Do you believe that anyone's lifestyle affects the way you see everyday people? It can be anybody in the world or family, friends, or just a celebrity? Um, yeah. So um, I'm going to say – I'm going to say no. Like the way that – as I see other people's lives, I say, oh, that's interesting, mm-hmm. that's good. And it doesn't matter who it is. Um, it, could, it could be the president. It could be, you know, uh, you know a Tom Cruise of sorts. Um, I know who I am. I know what I stand for. There's this whole phrase that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. And so yeah. I know I know what basically what I like and what I don't like. And so even if someone else is living a lifestyle that I don't agree with, that those are their choices. Um, and it's not going to affect the way that I, I'm going to view the world. Um, I think the more that I talk to people intimately, like one-on-one conversations, the more that I do understand more that people have a whole myriad of just different circumstances and where they come from. And that just helps me be more grateful for my lot in life. At the same time, it makes me recognize that there are people that have uh, just different struggles or they have different successes, and we all can learn from both circumstances. Beautiful, that. Pretty much summed it up, you know, learning from both circumstances. Very good point there, a crazy Asian. So we move on to question nine. What is one habit you have always had as a kid, remember, this could be good or bad, that you have now? Like you've kept ever since, let's say, the age of like eight or as a kid. Yeah, um, I'd say it's um, speed. <laughs> so I, speed, and, and again, yeah. that's, that's literally like the crazy Asian, where does that name come from? Literally, freshman in college, um, I'm there the first day. It's orientation. They put us into these little groups to kind of, you know, keep uh-huh. all these freshmen together. And literally, that's how my buddies would describe me, that I was this crazy Asian. I would go up and talk to anybody, anytime. Yeah. Um, I was like, like I mentioned, like a big part of me that went to college was to chase honeys. 
And and literally, and that's an old like 1990s version for hot chicks, right? Um, and so, yeah. what, what like literally, um, and I have like a journal that I kept back then. I don't know why I even kept this thing, but it's funny. And then I'm like, I, I met I met Megan at the bookstore today. I met like Emily at the this uh, ice cream creamery, um, and it's all about getting. <laughs> girls' phone numbers. Like, I was obsessed about, like, Man, getting to yeah. know, like, all these girls, these girls. And so, and this, so this, so the thing came out is that, like, I literally would um, try to talk to anybody, anytime. And so a lot of my buddies would stop walking from with me from class to class because I literally knew so many people. So a normal walk of five minutes would take me a half hour to 45 minutes because I would stop, stop and start talking to people. I love oh, yeah. engaging with people. Um, and so that habit of um, speed, being crazy, wanting things kind of in an impatient way, um, the good and bad of speed is the impatience. Uh, that I still have that today. Um, luckily, I am someone that's, like, literally, I, I, I am blessed with the ability to sleep maybe three to five hours, and I'm good to go. Um, wow. We're the, we're the other, we're, we're average person. I think they need six to eight. Um, and and for, for me, it's just I, I – I, I, I'm a third-born son, and I think there's this attitude that I don't want to miss out, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's something that's happening that I'm not aware of, and that's kind of just the, this attitude that I still have. Um, and somebody will say, you know, hey, sure, well, you should sleep more. Dude, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And and that's literally my attitude <laughs> on things. <laughs> I admit, not, it, it, no, dude, that speed, speed kills. That's, that's the message here. Speed kills. <laughs> Sometimes it's <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, uh, I hear you, man. You know, chasing chasing people around, speed kills. That's great. You know, I, that's just living life. Uh, you got you got to respect that. You know, definitely do respect that. You sure appreciate that. So we move on to question ten. Wow, already question ten. So, what is your goals in the next five years? Uh, you can answer all three or one. You can do personally, work, or your anchor station. It's up to you. Yeah, answer. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll answer it all, baby. So. Um, so uh, right. incarnation, the way that I, I'm going to slowly shift over is I'm going to start doing some, what I call Sherman stories. Uh, sh- and sh- not Sherman stories, excuse Sherman me. Sherman uh, Sherman, uh, Sherman speaking series. So I'm going to start having oh, a theme okay. of on, on, on Mondays to Friday, um, a specific topic. So right now I'm just kind of randomly just getting some thoughts out there as I just build up this um, portfolio, if you will, of web um, um, episodes, right, and, and a podcast. And so – what I want to focus on is Monday it's going to be a theme of, uh, let's say, social media. And for me, it's not, it's not necessarily the tactics of um, how to do something as much as it is how to engage. Because I find that so many people are like, hey, I want you to follow me. I want you to engage with me. I want more people yeah. to follow and like me. But then you ask them, like, how much do they consume of other people's content? They're like, oh, not much. And you're like, so you're asking an yeah. entire community of people to follow the crap out of you, but you're not willing to give up of your own time to follow other people? That's just selfish. Yeah. Um, and so, so oh, my, yeah, my, yeah. my phrasing on that one is social on social. So that's what I want to be able to do is – so I um, – that's what I want to be able to leverage uh, Anchor to be is this speaking series. And where, where I want to take that is I want to, in five years, literally be speaking in, like, Madison Square Garden – like thousands of people wow. in there listening to me talk. Um, and why, Casey, why is it Madison Square Garden? Because that's like just an iconic place, right? Yeah. It's just a huge, MSG, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's New York City. It's not the biggest, you know, um, indoor stadium out there, right? Um, 
No, I guess in reality, I should be like, hey, I should do it in my home home state and say, hey, I want to be in Lambeau Field speaking. Uh, which let's put that yeah, out there. Oh, yeah. uh, that's kind of the idea. Is that I want to be able to be in a place where I'm giving value to other oh, people cool. uh, from a stage. And um, wow. you know, personally, uh, I I I have a family and and a wife, and so first and foremost, I want to still be um, like devoted and dedicated and making sure that we have time as a husband and wife uh, for my, for my boys, making sure that, cause I have four sons. Um, oh, wow. making sure that I am uh, any full, fully engaged parent. So that what, for me, what that means is when I'm home, I plug in the cell phone and then it's, 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 it's our time, right? It's spam time. There's not these distractions of, of other things that kind of uh, can overtake us. And so I want to be able to make sure that I, I'm, I'm there for them as, as, as they need. And then um, I'd say just career-wise, so for me, social media is, is, is just a fun opportunity uh, to be able to speak and engage and it really have for uh-huh. my legacy, right? Leave a legacy by positive in the, impacting people. And so professionally on the, you know, financial advising side, uh, I want to continue to grow that. Um, probably in five years, I'd like, I'd like us to be a specialty financial planning shop. So um, right now I'm talking to um, – about four other advisors to join me. So right now it's 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 two other guys that I'm taking over their practices, and we have a full time staff person. So right now it's a team of four, including me. And so I anticipate in mm-hmm. five years to be for us to be somewhere close to around fifteen to twenty employees servicing, um, you know, a couple thousand clients. Um, and and I wanted to expand, uh, you know, just nationwide. So I think that's just a lot of fun. No, man, that's, that sounds like some devoted and noble uh, plans. I I highly uh, appreciate that you're talking about that. No problem. We've now reached our bonus our bonus question. Now this is now this is an interesting one. We, we we heard a lot about you, but what is one thing you would say personally you would like to tell the Anchor Nation that they may not know about you that you haven't already said? Um, that you may not know about me is. Um, I, I just, I really love people. I love yeah. engaging with them. I love knowing your story. I want to know how I can help people sometimes get out of their own way, uh, whether it's they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're stuck by the fears that, that, that shackle them or they're, they're stuck with, I, they just don't know what, what, what's the next move for them and what that looks like. And so I want to be able to help people get to where they want to go. Um, and, and literally, uh, People can DM me. They can email me. Um, I think my Instagram profile still has my cell phone out there. Um, people can yeah, contact yeah, yeah. me, whatever's convenient for them. And 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 then the beauty of this is that this is something I do for fun. There's no like, oh, pay me like 200 bucks for consulting fee or coaching yeah. fee. Um, right now, I'm at a point where I always want to be able to engage and help people get to where they want to go. And that's just the idea. Um, and so, yeah, that's I think people should know that. That's a great feeling to have, too, my man. I, I really appreciate you. All right, guys, this is going to conclude Episode 6 of the Anchor Nation podcast. I had a great time with Sherman, the crazy Asian. He's a great guy, very humble. And uh, before we go, Sherman, any final words to the Anchor Nation and to your following out there? Uh, believe in yourself and, and just be you. Beautiful. All right, guys, you heard it right here. Believe in yourself and be you. I'd like to once again thank Sherman and the Crazy Asian for Episode 6. This will be coming out October 5th. And tonight, we're going to leave you with one last thing. Uh, before we go, Crazy Asian, because you're a new station, I want to get you some more recognition. 
Uh, could you tell everybody your Instagram profiles just to give you a little more or any social media platforms to follow you on? Yeah, so I make it real easy. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's my name, Sherman On, S-H-E-R-M-A-N-O-N. It's my name. And then if you want to follow me on Snapchat, for some reason there was already a Sherman On, so I had to put a one after it. So, <laughs> so feel free to follow me. Feel free to connect. And I uh, look forward to uh, seeing you all out there on the digital space. Perfect. All right, guys, that's going to conclude. Thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Hi, Anchor Nation. I'm Kevin Touch, the host of Anchor Nation Community Radio. If you would like to have an interview with me or want to talk about something, please feel free to email me at kevintouch093 at gmail.com. Or if you have a story you want to share or tell an opinion, please make sure it is an episodic content so I can view it on your station. And as always, thank you for listening to all the episodes and enjoy.